welcome to Cellar Dive episode number 17 of Brutal Battle. Uh, we may do more of these because we haven't been going out for beer just recently because of, you know, increased COVID numbers at the moment. So we're doing our part to stay home. So also I went through the cellar. That's another thing. Organized it all. Yes. I organized and categorized some beers in there. So I actually know what's there and that kind of helped with today's episode for deciding what to pull out. So there's some pretty old stuff here, like in the spirit of the cellar dive, But I think one of the things I was thinking about this the other day, one of the things we've kind of gotten away from with the cellar dives is saying who wins. Mm. Because we did for a little bit and then we just kind of got away from that because we were just so focused on the beers and just like, these beers are awesome. Because usually we pick good ones. Uh, Sometimes they end up disappointing because they don't age well. And that could happen with a few of these. We'll see. Yeah, we'll find out. But let's, let's remember at the end of this, we'll say. Who won. Yeah, who won? Um, I think this could end up being very close. I think I'm going to win. Well, I think one of the beers that you picked is probably going to be the best of these four. But I think your other beer might not stack up to what you want it to be. And I think that both or at least one of my beers can will be better than that. So we'll see. It, might, it may even out. Maybe it's Thai. I don't know. But anyway, let's just uh, get into it. Usually we have a very specific tasting order we do where it's kind of like lighter to either darker or heavier or more sour or whatever. But this time before we started recording, I said to Rebecca, I'm like, you want to get kind of crazy? Let's open it with a barrel aged beer. Actually, the highest ABV of these beers, I believe. Let me look at this one because I I don't know. It might be lower than. Nope. Yep. So we're going to start with the highest ABV of the beers. Okay. This is my pick, and this beer is four years old, actually about four and a half years in the bottle, and it's from a brewery we've never, oh, I was going to say we've never had on before. We had one by them before, was many years ago, I think it was in a sour tournament, actually, and it was their Snuggle Bug. Oh, I remember that. It was a really good sour, and that's the only thing we've ever had by this brewery, and that brewery is Smog City Brewing Company. And they're out of Torrance, California. Now, I got this because at one point with the brewery society we, we've been in, we had a trustee who was getting the beers to us out in California. So he would end up every now and then just giving us some extras, just saying, hey, I think you might like this. And that Snuggle Bug was one, and this Smog City beer right here is one as well. So this is a 500 milliliter bottle. It is from their barrel collection, and I said this is four years, well, four and a half years, so it's from 2016. It's their Bourbon OE, and it's bottle number 2,162. It doesn't say out of how many. Uh, So it's basically a bourbon barrel-aged barley wine. And from what I read, they just did a new batch of it in 2020, and it was aged in bourbon barrels for a year. So I don't know if this 2016 was also aged in bourbon barrels for a year because I couldn't find anything about that, about the 2016 vintage in particular. But it's a 14.1% alcohol beer, so pretty high. It's got wax on the top, so you know that it's probably pretty well preserved because air is not getting in to mess with it. And all these are in the bottles, by the way, just so people know. I'm not going to pour a lot because it's 14%, so you want a little more than that? Yeah, a little bit more. A little bit more. 
We don't want to get crazy though, since we're running through these. Okay, I'll give myself that much. That'll be good. Yeah, so looks like it's probably, actually it looks like it's only like one coating of wax. But I could get through it with my opener. Okay. It looks like a barley wine. It's like brownish red. Yeah, brownish, reddish, orange around the edges. Um, with how much we poured, I can kind of see through it. Yeah, I can kind of see through it on the side. There's not a whole lot of carbonation to it, although when I opened it up, I heard the carbonation escaping. But you, you know, swirl that up. You get a few bubbles showing up, very sparse. But it is thick. It's looking thick as it kind of comes down the sides of the glass relatively slow. Smells really good. Whoa. That is a lot of wood. Lots of vanilla, lots of caramel. Ooh, yeah, a lot of vanilla, a lot of caramel, a lot of wood. It's got a lot of sweetness in the nose, but not too sweet in my opinion. There's some raisin to it. There's a decent amount of raisin. I kind of get like a little plum for okay. some reason, which is interesting to me. I don't... And, Maybe a little orangish. I was just going to say orange. Yeah, like candied orange peel because mm -hmm. there's a little bitterness in the nose as well. This smells very complex. Yeah, it it smells, smells very relatively smooth for being 14.1%. I mean, I do perceive a little bit of alcohol in, on it, but nose-wise, I would not say 14% really. It doesn't taste like 14% either. Mm. It's so caramelly. Ooh, whoa. Isn't it? Yeah. Wow, man. And that vanilla really punches at the end. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's like this nice kind of relatively sweet caramel that carries through the whole way. And then you just get like socked in the tongue with this blast of vanilla at the very end of it, which is pleasant. Yeah, it's good. Mm. Yeah, it has a Ooh. decent amount of sweetness. Um, but that alcohol, I don't perceive at all. It's It's kind of drying. And I assume that's because of the high ABV on it. Uh, also, your perception of the wood from that bourbon barrel, because there's a decent amount of woodiness to it. I feel like that's kind of contributing to that drying effect on the uh, palate. Yeah. Now, as I drink it more, that caramel is seeming, with the way it's tasting, not the way it's smelling, it's straddling that line of kind of caramel versus brown sugar, yeah, in my opinion. I could see that. And I feel like the perception kind of gets dialed back with the more you sip. It kind of yeah. balances out. I don't get the plum that I said I was getting no. in the nose. But I do get that kind of like orange, orange yeah. uh, like the candied orange peel. And there is a decent bitterness on the finish as well. This beer is nice. Yeah, it's good. Ooh. Oh, man, that's good. That And 14.1%? Uh-uh. I mean, this tastes like 10, 11 to me. That's that's nice. And the, the more I sip it, too, there's like this extra kind of like toasted note on the finish as well. Are you getting that? No. Like it's a little extra toasty on the end. I like that. That's really good. Okay. Mm. Strong start for me. That's for sure. So the next beer um, is my pick is by Blue Jacket out of um, D.C. It is their Mexican Radio, which is a sweet stout. 
with what else is in here? Um, oh, it's not listed on there. Nope. Okay, I'll look it up. It's seven point three percent. Yeah, and this one's from twenty fifteen. Did you say it's in a seven hundred fifty milliliter no. bottle? Yeah. So the seven hundred fifty milliliter bottle, and I don't know if they're still doing it this way, but back then in twenty fifteen, they just have like this little like twine that they tie the label to the bottle with, which is kind of an interesting way to do it. But real quick, I'm going to Google. So actually, we hope it's Mexican radio. Someone could. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's that's another issue with it. Is yeah, that could have gotten switched at some point. Yeah, it's um. <laughs> That's a good point. That That's a good reason to actually not do things that way. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay, so Mexican radio. What is it supposed to be? Okay. a It's milk chocolate uh, and vanilla dusted in with cinnamon spice and finished with sweet and, oh, chili pepper. Ancho chili peppers. And then it also has oats and lactose milk sugar. Okay, so it's okay, so it's a milk stout finished with vanilla beans, ancho chili, cinnamon, and cacao nibs. Okay. And apparently the cacao nibs are supposed to be locally done in Washington DC. Oh. By Undone Chocolate is is the company. Hmm. So cool. okay. interesting. So I don't know the, the fact that it's been in the bottle for five years, I don't know what that's gonna end up meaning for some of these flavors. Yeah. So hopefully it takes... Probably should have drank it fresh. Hopefully it took the cinnamon down. Mm. Well, we had brought two of these back, so we did drink the other one relatively fresh. Because this is it. This is the end. Oh, well, there's no wax on it, but it really kept the carbonation over the years. That's kind of surprising. I thought it would have leaked out at least some. Ooh, there's a lot of carbonation to that. in there? Maybe overly so? In my opinion. Because when I'm pouring this, it's like... There's a lot of head. A lot. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of head. Okay. I will say, we, we kind of complain slightly about how they just do these, like, hanging tags. It's probably super convenient, though. Oh, yeah. Because they can just be like, okay, here are these naked bottles. What are we brewing this week? Do up some labels. We'll just throw them on. Yeah. So, yeah. I have an insane amount of head just sitting on here. And it's it's not going down. Uh, so it looks creamy mm-hmm. for that reason. This gigantic, pretty brown head. Um, it's very dark. Yeah. I can't, very really, dark. I can't really see the beer all that much because the head's so thick. Yeah. I have to look through the side. And obviously you can't see through it. So, smell-wise. Definitely getting the chocolate. Yeah, there's plenty of chocolate. There's a... There's that kind of soy, soy sauce, sauce note. Yeah, definite. There's a little bit of like a roast. Like this ashy roastiness. Mm-hmm. Definitely very ashy. I get a little bit of the chili in there too. Not like there's any like heat or spice, but it's kind of this vegetal chili uh, aspect in there. It's interesting. It, it doesn't smell good. It doesn't smell bad, but it's, it, yeah, it smells a little weird. It smells weird. Let's let's put it that way. It doesn't smell bad. It smells weird. Okay, my head's gone down now. Finally, yeah. let's uh, let's go ahead and try it. 
the soy sauce is pretty prevalent. Yeah. I'm not perceiving any of the pepper. I'm not perceiving any of the cinnamon. No, I, on my second sip, I'm getting a little bit of the flavor of, of like the flesh of the pepper of the ancho chili. No heat. There's a lot of like dark chocolate to it and that ashy kind of uh, roasty ashy finish in the end. Disappointed. Yeah. Well, and this was what I was talking about is that five years in the bottle, I kind of have a feeling maybe wasn't going to be the best at this point. I feel like I pick up, the more I drink of it, I pick up a little bit of that vanilla coming through. A little bit. I can see it's that, not but much. not much. No, it's not much. Hmm. Yeah, it's very, it's very much driven by the smokier, roastier, darker flavors. Like that soy sauce, that kind of ashy, roasty note on the finish. The dark chocolate, the bitterness to go with yeah. the dark chocolate. It's very much driven by that stuff. I don't really perceive cinnamon. No, no cinnamon. Which is fine with me, honestly. This is just a good beer fresh, though. It's not bad, though. It's okay. It's just not what you want it to be. I could still drink this, I will say. Five years in the bottle, I could still drink this. Mm-hmm. Still decent. And when I take a larger sip of it, I feel like there's kind of this... I don't know if this is kind of like the flavors are co just coming together this way and kind of tricking me, but I feel like there's kind of this relatively decent hop character coming through. Hmm. Okay. So the next one is my second choice, second and last choice. And this is one of the beers that we got from Wicked Weed. I think that was also 2015. No, 20... When was that? I don't is remember. Is there a date code on this thing? Oh, yeah. No, 2016. Sorry. There's a date code on this one. Thank goodness. Yeah, from 2016, before they sold to Anheuser-Busch InBev, which actually, they sold to Anheuser-Busch InBev like a month or two after we went yeah, there. Yeah, not long. Yeah, it was very soon after we went there. So uh, we still, after this, have three more bottles from what we picked up. Not of this, of different stuff. All three of them are different. So I have a feeling we'll feature those on the podcast at some point because they were really good beers. Hopefully this one has held up over the time. And this one, oh, by the way, Wicked Weeds out of Asheville, North Carolina, if people didn't know, this, this is another 500 milliliter bottle. So it's weird I picked both 500 milliliter bottles when it's very uncommon to find that. So this is their Breda Berry, and that is a Britannomyces farmhouse ale fermented with blackberries, blueberries, strawberries, and honey. Mm. And it is 5.5% alcohol. So when going with my choices, going super high ABV to really low ABV. So here we go. Ooh. That is a decent amount of carbonation right there. I don't know if it picked up on the podcast, but it probably did. There's a, a good amount of carbonation that flew out of that bottle. And also, the uh, the head started to, it started to foam and start going towards the top. Mm. So I had to pour it real quick because I'm like, I'm not going to have one of these issues where I have to clean up. All right. It's pretty, 
orange. Yeah, it is. But it's like it's orange with a little bit of like a pinkish yeah. tinge in there. Orange is red. Yeah. It looks pretty. Mm-hmm. It's very clear. I'm assuming it's clear because I bet the sediment. There's. I, I'm assuming there's sediment and it's just sitting in the bottom because it's been sitting for, what, four years. So, yeah, over four years at this point. Okay. There's a decent amount of head sitting on top. It smells funky. Oh, my gosh. I You know, it's been so long since I've smelled, like, a very funky Brett beer, and this is a very funky Brett beer. I I miss that smell. I, I love that smell. Yeah, see, it's just not my thing. I love that funk from the Britannomyces. It's so good. <sighs> that That's, like, warming my soul right now. <laughs> like, all the funk on that. Oh, I'm not getting a whole lot of... Yeah, the funk is very strong. It's kind of covering up a lot of other stuff. I do get a little sweetness that would lead me to believe that's coming from the honey. There is a fruitiness on the nose, but I don't think it's really something I can pinpoint. Yeah, you can't differentiate what kind of fruit it is. I mean, we know because of what's in the bottle, but I wouldn't be able to pick it out. There is a decent, um, like, lemony note on the nose, too, from a souring, little tart. I'm getting a floral characteristic. Yeah. That's good. Like, honeysuckle. Yeah. Like a flowery honeysuckle smell. Definitely. This smells really good. It smells complex. It smells refreshing and nice, and I'm excited to try it. Hmm. Oh, you definitely get the berries and the taste. Ooh. And that kind of, like, flowery honeysuckle is very prominent. That's good. It's not as funky as I thought it was going to be. It's kind of soft. But that bread is def- it's definitely there. Yeah. The the uh, the change between the level of, of funk in the nose and the level of funk in the flavor is huge. Like, that's a big difference. That's great for you. I'm, I'm fine with it because the way all the flavors are coming together is really good. Yeah. Hmm. It's light. It's got decent funkiness. You're definitely tasting the berries. It's very refreshing. It's very clean. There's a nice sweetness from that honey. Like I said, it's getting that floral honeysuckle flavor. Rebecca said you can get those berries now. Definitely complex. Lots of layers of flavor. It's really good. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. I like it more than I thought I was going to, to be honest. And this has held up. Very well flavor-wise for four years, especially with those berries. Because berries can have a tendency to really fall out on these beers. That is an awesome beer. Like, it's still an awesome beer. That tastes great. Mm. I'm going to say that both my beers are already better than your Mexican radio. As I said, might be the case. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But just how good is your final pick? Because if it's mind-blowingly good, like it could be, might even things out. We'll see. Okay. So my last pick is Impending Descent by Trogues, which is a stout brewed with vanilla beans and cocoa aged in bourbon barrels, bottled in 2017. Oh, so three years in the in the and bottle. It's 12%. I can't wait till this COVID stuff's over so that we can go back to Trogues and just hang out inside and... Drink a bunch of beers, eat their awesome food. That's like one of our favorite breweries to go to. Yeah. So great. So I look forward to returning to Trogues, but stout brewed with vanilla bean, cacao, cocoa, 
and aged in bourbon barrels. 12%, okay. I just, I remember all the time whenever we have this beer, it's always just like, man, it's so good. Man, it's so good. And this is our only one we have? Yeah, this is it. We have one other barrel-aged Trogues beer in the basement. It's their Flying Mouflon. Mm. So that'll probably be on the show at some point. All right, here we go. Oh, didn't make a big noise. Well, I mean, I guess there wouldn't be a whole lot of uh, carbonation in there. Okay, so the pour. Looking nice and dark, looking nice and thick. All right, there you go, ma'am. Okay. Your beer, you get first pour. Oh, it smells delicious. I mean, it looks nice and thick and dark. It's dark. Very dark. Yeah, it looks pretty relatively syrupy as you kind of swirl it. It's coming down slowly on the edges or on the sides of the glass. A little bit of carbonation, kind of larger bubbles that pop up when you swirl it. Is there a, does it have a little bit of like a spiciness in the nose? Like peppercorn. You think so? I, I feel don't. like or maybe something's just messing with me. Well, hold on. Let me do the Sean Creel smell my shirt. And then go back as the nose clear. Okay, no. Now I'm good. Yeah, I don't it's now I'm all good. bourbon. Yeah. You get I'm getting vanilla and caramel and oak and yeah, the oak is very strong. Like the bourbon, Chocolate. the bourbon and the oak, very very strong yeah. in this. I'm perceiving the booze. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The 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 booze is definitely perceptible in the nose. There is vanilla in there. You're definitely getting the vanilla. You're getting a good chocolatey mm-hmm. aspect on the nose as well. There's a slight raisin note to let yeah. you know it's higher ABV. <sighs> smells very good. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Ooh, so much bourbon character on there. Just tons, but beautiful. Like it's it's not rough around the edges. It's very smooth in the way it presents. All right, you already went in. Wow, I'm getting a lot of the cocoa. Ooh. Hmm. A lot of the cocoa. It is coming off. Now, see if you think I'm right on this. Mouthfeel wise, it's coming off thinner. Than I remember it, and thinner uh, than I would expect from it. I don't know about that. I think I like the mouthfeel. I don't think it's too thin. I get a decent amount of that wood. Yeah, I think it's good. The chocolate is presenting very much like a like a um, dark chocolate, because there's a decent bitter kick that comes along with it. Good amounts of bourbon. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is one of those uh, imperial stouts where you're just like... This is showcasing bourbon barrel aging well, mm-hmm. like very well. Like if you're someone who really wants to taste that bourbon character, there's a nice bourbon character without being too hot alcohol-wise and without being too overwhelming because you know there's still a beer there. The vanilla is there, but I will say the vanilla, in my opinion, is lower than I perceive it with the nose. Yeah, Agreed. It's there, but it's it's kind of barely there, and it's it's almost on the same level as the raisin note that I'm getting in the flavor as well. They're kind of like both very low, but a good amount of dark chocolate to it, and like you said, a good amount of oak, a good amount of bourbon, like that carameliness, and yeah, 
It's a nice beer, man. Uh, okay, I need to retry my Smog City real quick. Go from yeah, barrel, go from barrel to barrel. See how that is, because it's ranking time, and I know, I know my number four. My number four is very clear, but other than that, it's kind of tough. Hmm. That Smog City Bourbon OE is really good. Okay, I know mine. Okay, um, go ahead. Okay, my number four is going to be Mexican Radio by Blue Jacket. Mm-hmm. My number three is the Smog City. Okay. My number two is the Wicked Reed Weed Bredaberry, and my number one is the Trogues Impending Descent. Okay, I'm close. Number one or number four is the Mexican radio. Like we said, the spiced sweet stout with the milk sugar, the uh, the vanilla, the cinnamon, the ancho chilies, and the cacao nibs. My number three is the Smog City, which is the bourbon OE, which is a barley wine aged in bourbon barrels. We think for a year. My number two is the Impending Descent. Okay. The Trogues uh, Stout Brewed with Vanilla Bean and Cocoa Aged in Bourbon Barrels. And my number one, I'm very impressed with this, is the Breda Berry and how this is held up. This is a beautiful beer. It's beautiful. It tastes great. That's the Britannomyces Farmhouse Ale fermented with blackberries, blueberries, strawberries, and honey. That is my number one. So, who do you think won? Or is it a tie? I think you might have won. Yeah, I think I edged it out. Just a little bit. Like, the Impending Descent is really good, but the Mexican Radio is far from yeah. these other three. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think I slightly won. We'll have to see what... By a to... whisker. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to finish these. Yeah. I mean, even, honestly, even the Mexican Radio. Here, have a little bit more of the Mexican Radio right now. After you've had these other beers. You feeling like you'll finish this with me? Or no? Or you're done with it? It's hard because we have a lot of beer on the table. <laughs> it's not that much. Mm. It's okay. I'm starting to get that olive note yeah. coming out of it too, which I really don't like so- in my style. Soy sauce is... Soy sauce was strong. I feel like it's stronger now. Yeah. Like it's just increasing as it warms. So, yeah. Which I don't love. So, if anyone gets uh, Blue Jackets Mexican Radio, don't drink sit on it. Yeah, it. drink it Yeah, fresh. definitely don't. I'm sure if anyone from Blue Jackets listening to this at this point, which they probably aren't, but if they are, they're probably like, uh, yeah, idiots, uh, don't sit on that beer. <laughs> it's not going to be that good. Especially not, what, five years? Yeah. That's on us. That's why we put this information out. That's why we make sure people know, you know, we picked this up fresh. We aged it ourselves. And now we're showing you what that age has done, and we are now advising you, don't do don't that. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do what we did. Drink it fresh. I mean, most beer should be consumed fresh. Anyway, this has been fun. Uh, Instagram. Brutal Battle Podcast. Yes. Uh, check out, if you want back episodes, because we've done eight years of episodes now, you can go to the website, BrutalBattle.com. You can go to archive.org, which is the hosting site for the files. And just search Brutal Battle and you can find everything that way if you want to do it that way. Um, But do us a quick favor and rate and review us on iTunes. Also, any other podcatcher you may use. 
And the big thing is word of mouth. Get it out there. And if you want to reach out to us and say anything, really, you have ideas for the show, you have certain beers you want us to get a hold of, you want to get us beers somehow, or just want to say hi or just chat about beer, you can just email BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com. And I'm the one who mans that, and I'm pretty responsive. So you'll probably get a response within a day, I would assume, because I am constantly checking my email anyway, so just the way it is. But this has been a great time, and until next time, keep it brutal. I feel so-